Hello friends, Brian Gailey, Clown Falls News. Welcome to Ask Klamath. It's season four, episode number seven. We're joined here today by Jim Chatterton. Jim is the executive director of Discover Klamath, the Klamath County Tourism Agency. We're going to be talking about the agency itself, things that are happening in Discover Klamath, things that are going on all over the place. we got a lot of stuff we're going to talk about. But before we get to that, guys, Brandon, roll that intro. People say I got... Brian Gailey here, Klamath Falls News. Welcome to Ask Klamath. As I said before, season four, episode number seven. We're joined here today by Jim Chatterton. Jim is the executive director of Discover Klamath. Thank you for being on the show, Jim. Happy to be here, Brian. Good afternoon. Uh, so, like I said, we're happy to have you here today, but I'm going to read a bio that we have here on Jim, and then I'm going to ask you about what we missed uh -oh. on here, because I know you've done a lot of st stuff. Uh, Jim is the executive director of Discover Klamath, the official tourism agency of Klamath County since 2009. Jim has been an Oregon resident for the last 30 years and moved to Southern Oregon 17 years ago. Uh, he has education and career steeped deeply in corporate level marketing and has no shortage of enthusiasm for promoting Southern Oregon's wealth of recreational and cultural assets. I've known Jim for a long time <laughs> And that last statement couldn't be more true. Uh, he has definitely got a lot of enthusiasm Thanks. to what Thanks. he does. Jim, what Hi. what did we miss in there? Oh gosh, you know, I my career has been all about marketing. Uh, you know, uh, you know, I went to college for marketing and then went out and did marketing at the corporate level for years. Uh, you know, I've just been a passionate marketer. That's that's what I've done all these years. So, in in a nutshell, you're marketing Klamath County, right? That's it. Yeah, I, I had never really worked in, in, in uh, sort of tourism marketing. I'd always worked marketing products or services. Mm -hmm. So the idea of marketing a county, that was sort of a new, new ground, a new challenge. So guys, we're actually gonna be taking your questions for Jim here live in the comments. If you got anything tourism related, Discover Klamath related, go ahead and get those in the comments below. We're gonna get to those in a little bit. But before we get to all those, Jim, I have a few other questions yeah, for you. Jump in. Uh, how did you get started in tourism? Very accidentally. <laughs> it, it, uh, it was actually, um, uh, you know, just to sort of set the stage, back in 2003, which was a long, long time ago for most of us, uh, the state of Oregon uh, instituted a lodging tax that in turn allowed local municipalities to collect a lodging tax and which would fund a tourism agency. So in 2003, Klamath County uh, did put in a, a tourism agency from 2003 to 2008. Mm -hmm. And by the uh, end of 2008, when that group's contract was coming up for renewal, they, uh, there were other groups that wanted to put their hat in the ring. And so um, I, I was actually part of a group of folks that thought uh, that the county could be marketed a little differently. Mm -hmm. uh, nothing against uh, the folks that had done uh, the work from 2003 to 2008, 
Um, but there were a group of folks, and of course, as we just talked about, my background's in marketing. So I had been a corporate level marketing guy, and, and, and we looked at what had been done, and again, not being critical, we just thought, the, the world's changing. Social media is becoming more important. Mm -hmm. Print magazines, less. I mean, print's still a, a factor, but um, you know, new media was coming on, and that was where several of us had experience. And we felt like the shift should be toward the new media uh, and more segmentation, uh, identifying who the potential visitors were as opposed to treating all visitors the same. Mm -hmm. And so doing some target marketing uh, and utilizing new media. And that seemed to resonate with the county commissioners back in late 2008. They made a change in the tourism agency. Um, and the next thing I knew, I was involved with a tourism agency uh, startup in early 2009 and still here. Still here all, after all this yeah, time. Yeah, after all this time. They I must know. like you after all. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Must be doing some good we're, stuff. We're, we'll get to that. <laughs> so been doing this for a while now. Yeah. You just established. Yeah. What would you say is your favorite and least favorite part of what you do? You know, I, I uh, uh, least favorite, r really, there's not much in the way of least favorite. I, I think we, if there was one thing, um, our, and I know we're going to talk a little bit more about it, is, is how tourism is funded. Uh, we, we're a little bit jealous and envious of some uh, of the other communities, uh, you know, whether it's Lake Tahoe or Cannon Beach or uh, Bend or, you, you know, we're envious in the fact that these communities put a lot into their tourism to mm -hmm. attract uh, uh, more visitors and that uh, tourism has become a, a very high priority uh, economic driver for for them. So if there's an area that's a little frustrating from time to time is that we we know that we're underfunded and uh, so we've been sort of uh, addressing that at the county level for about 10 years and not making a lot of progress to be real honest with you. We can get into you know that in more detail but if there was one area uh, that we'd love to be able to ma wave the magic wand and say, you know, if we could change it, it would be just how this is funded so that the organization has uh, a little bit more resource in order to do more better work. Okay. And I, I think we've, we've established ourselves as somebody that does get something done, but we're going to talk a lot more about that. In terms of doing things that I like, I mean, but my gosh, I think I've got one of the best jobs in the, in the world. It's 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 uh, it's it's a job like all the rest of us go to work every day. But uh, you know, everybody there's so much to do. There's so much to like about mm -hmm. Klamath County, and so many wonderful people that we get to meet and interact with. That it's just a treat to work with all of the events, the venues, uh, the seasons, uh, whether it's bird watching or Crater Lake or. You know, there's just so many things to do and, and to be able to promote, have the privilege of talking about and promoting those things to folks that are outside of the area is a real honor. So that is awesome. And, yeah. and it's very easy for us locals to forget those things, too. So it's always good to have somebody on our behalf, if you would, to, to promote those for us. Yeah. Uh, I would ask you what gets you excited about your job, but I think you just kind of told yeah. us. Is there anything that you ultimately super excited about? You know, we, uh, 
You know, there's, there's always things. Uh, we work with the state of Oregon's tourism agency. We work with, there's a regional tourism agency. We work with them. There's tourism agencies in California that we work with. So we partner and collaborate with a lot of groups. I'm, I'm excited by the Discover Klamath staff and board that is, uh, I think I'm most excited about the fact that they, the Discover Klamath board of directors has uh, really empowered the Discover Klamath staff to, um, you know, really pursue those things that will generate tourism to mm -hmm. our area. Uh, so I'm, I'm not only grateful for that, but I'm, I'm excited that we have the flexibility in our business plan to be able to pursue new ideas. Uh, they're very open to new ideas. They encourage us to try new things and to take risk. And uh, I think we're very grateful for that. Sometimes it doesn't always work out. Right. But at least, you know, I think all of us like to go to work every day and feel that we're being appreciated and, <clears throat> and that we're uh, being allowed to uh, make a decision and exercise judgment uh, as the expert in our little area, right? Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm grateful, and I know the Discover Klamath staff is, for the opportunity that the county and the board have given us uh, to uh, exercise that, that uh, judgment in trying to bring more tourism in. Uh, kind of piggybacking on that a little bit, but it may be, this question may be like trying to ask you to pick your favorite child. Yeah, right. You, yeah. you go to a lot of things. You do a lot of events. We have a lot of events here. Do you have a favorite event that you like to go to? Um, I, I do. I, I uh, you know, I, there's a lot of things that I, I love to do. But we, uh, at, the, at, at Discover Klamath, our staff uh, and board, we're about marketing the area out, mm -hmm. outside of the area. Uh, and I know we're going to talk a little bit more about how we market. Uh, but, but much of what we do is outside of the area. And um, one of the things that I really enjoy is promoting cycling uh, in, this, in this area. Uh, we have a, a lot of wonderful trails, and, mm -hmm. and, uh, and they're getting better all the time and more plentiful. And, and um, we're doing everything we can to sort of inspire cyclists from all over the place to come and check out the cycling here in our area. Uh, as a result of that, we get a chance to go to some bike shows. And um, we go to bike shows in, you know, like Portland and California. But one show that we go to that is really a treat is actually in Western Canada. And there's a lot of mountain bike, uh, a big mountain bike community uh, up in, in Western Canada. And they are very anxious to learn about new places. And so we've been going to this uh, bicycling event uh, in the first part of the year for about four or five years now and getting to meet up with about 10,000 very active cycling enthusiasts and, uh, and promoting our area. And the reception when we go to this is just so uh, fulfilling. People learn about the Crater Lake region and the trail systems that we have here. And I just know that they're coming here. Mm -hmm. Uh, I, I did, so it's, it's, a, it's a tactic that's not only fun to do because we get to travel a little bit, but we get to talk about something that we're really good at, which is the cycling and the trails. 
and we know that people are coming and having a good time when they do come. And we have lots of those around here. We have lots of great trails. Spence Mountain being one of those, just absolutely yeah. covered in great trails there yeah. as well. So guys, we're going to be getting to uh, your questions here in just a little bit. Now's a good time to get your questions in. Uh, this is Ask Klamath presented by the Klamath County Fairgrounds. We'll be right back in just two minutes. People say I got a drinking Three big shows at this year's Klamath County Fair. Thursday night, August 1st, rooted in tradition in both sound and style, the Trio Midland. Cigarettes burn the 2018 ACM Awards New Vocal Group of the Year, Midland, Thursday night, August 1st. Pre-sale party zone tickets are 30 bucks and general admission are 10. Friday night, August 2nd, newcomer John Wolf will bring world-class country music from the American heartland to the stage at the Klamath County Fairgrounds. John Wolf. It's the girl in Pre-sale party zone tickets are $10 each. And Saturday night, August 3rd, touting several platinum-selling albums, 10 number one singles, and multiple ACM and CMA awards. Woo! And now at the Klamath County Fair, Lone Star. Pre-sale party zone tickets are $15 and general admission are 10 at the fairgrounds and online at KlamathCountyFair.com. You can have your car taken to the shop of your choice. So my friend had her car taken to Excel Auto Body because she heard about their reputation for excellent work. They even gave her a written warranty that's good for as long as she owns that car. So Excel Auto Body is a very smart choice. Hi, I'm Rorick, owner of Excel Auto Body. No matter if the damage is minor or major, you'll want to choose us now. So if you are ever in an accident, you'll be ready. And remember, it's your choice what body shop you go to. Choose Excel Auto Body. It's your car, our reputation. Slow down. Slow down and move over. And move over. When you see lights, vests, all reflectors, please give us some room. Slow down and move over. When you need us, we've got your back. Do you have ours? You got our back? You got ours? You got our back? Please, slow down. And move over. Hello friends, Brian Gailey, Clown Falls News. Welcome back to Ask Klamath, presented by the Klamath County Fairgrounds. Today we are joined by Jim Chatterton, the Executive Director of the Discover Klamath, the Tourism Agency here for the county. Um, we've been talking about a lot of great stuff already, but before we get into some more questions, this section is actually brought to you by Coastal Farm and Ranch, uh, serving you in the Pacific Northwest at 17 locations, including right here in Klamath Falls at 1776 Avalon Street uh, since 1963. We're just what the country needs, Coastal Farm and Ranch. Thank you, Coastal, for being a sponsor of the show. We couldn't bring it to you without their assistance. So, Jim, we talked a bit about your background and kind of Discover Klamath in general. Uh, a few more detailed questions in this section, if you would. Kind of, you, you talked about what it is that you do, but what is Discover Klamath? What's yeah. its purpose, mission, etc.? Yeah, that's a great question, Brian. Um, let, me, let me back up. Really, at its core, in our mission, we're, we're an organization that seeks economic, you know, enhancement for the community through tourism. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, just in a community, if you're recycling the same dollars over and over, that that's fine. But what's what's going to make a community grow is bringing new dollars into the community, and there's lots of ways to do that. OIT does that when it brings new students in and they spend money on tuition and housing and all of that, right? So uh, tourism brings visitors from the outside in. 
And so those and those folks leave money uh, in restaurants and they do some shopping, they buy gas, they rental equipment, they go to shows, so admission tickets, things of that nature, um, you know, lodging, if I didn't say that already. Uh, so that is the economic impact that visitation leaves in our community. And we'll talk more about what that impact is. Back to your question about Discover Klamath. When Discover Klamath was formed in uh, early uh, 2009, it was formed as a nonprofit organization. So that, that's what it is. It's a 501c3. It's not a membership organization like the uh, Chamber of Commerce or something. Not that that's good or bad. It's just uh, our mission is one to bring tourism in and thereby maximize economic impact to Klamath County, not just Klamath Falls. Mm -hmm. Therein lies some of the challenge because as uh, you and our listeners and viewers know, uh, Klamath County is one of the largest counties in the state of Oregon. Yes. And there's 36 counties and we're about, uh, I don't know, 6,100, 6,200 square miles. It takes a couple hours to get across the county mm -hmm. in a car. It's a big place. And in that county, we have uh, about 12 or 13 cities, about five incorporated and about eight or so that are unincorporated. Well, we're Klamath County Tourism, therefore we're really responsible for helping economic impact in all of these communities. That's a tall task. So uh, we'll talk more about how we do that and what our impacts are. But um, so Klamath really is, if you think about us as sort of Klamath's cheerleader, that's really what we are. We're, we're like an ad agency, if you will, with one primary client, Klamath County. We don't, we're not a department of Klamath County government, but we have a long-term contract. As a subcontractor, our job is to promote the county and increase that visitation and thereby that economic impact, but for the whole county. So we have to, can't just focus on Klamath Falls. Mm -hmm. um, so um, that, that's an essentially what we do. We're, uh, as, a, as a promotion agency, we utilize all media. So, and that, that can change, you know, depending on the target that, what we're promoting, when we're promoting, and who we're promoting to. So we might be using television as a medium to promote something in Klamath. We might run television in Sacramento. Um, we might run radio in Reading. Um, we might do a trade show in San Jose mm -hmm. uh, where we're personally there. Uh, we might co-op on an event in Eugene. Um, uh, we certainly engage in social media. Uh, we create uh, marketing materials like, you know, magazines uh, that list things, um, tour guides, maps, mm -hmm. like these things here. And um, so we produce a lot of different materials for different functions, events, audiences. So you mentioned that it's a nonprofit, 501c3. How are you guys funded? How's, how do you get a budget? Right. That's a great, that's the best question. Our budget is derived mostly from what's called the lodging tax. Most communities will have a, what's called a bed tax uh, or a lodging tax. And, and, and I'm going to make the assumption that all of our listening and viewing audience has uh, traveled and, and checked into a hotel and, and when they go to a $100 Holiday Inn the next day when they check out and it's $110, 
It's like, what happened to the $100 rate, right? Mm -hmm. Well, there's taxes. Oh, but wait a minute. Oregon doesn't have sales tax, but we have other kinds of taxes, like a lodging tax. So most communities have lodging taxes. Mm -hmm. And in, back in 2003, when I mentioned that uh, House Bill 2177 that established uh, lodging taxes, Klamath established a 6% lodging tax and then later in uh, a few years later it went to uh, up by two percent to eight percent and that's where it is currently there is an eight percent lodging tax and so the people that are paying for uh, lodging and that it goes for Airbnb VRBO all campsites all RV parks pretty much all lodging right uh, are are paying 8% in addition to whatever their room rate is, that's being paid into the county and that's what funds just tourism and a few other things as well. Mm -hmm. So tourism is not the only entity receiving funds from this uh, bed tax. There's three or four other entities. All right, including like the fairgrounds and places yes. like that. So right. uh, that's where they get a lot of their funding as well. So how much are you guys getting uh, as as your portion of that to operate your what, what you do right that's a good question the uh, contractually tourism in Klamath County receives 20% of the lodging tax collections okay and what is what is that is that a couple hundred thousand dollars or so yeah when I started there and when when discover Klamath was formed that was about two hundred and seventy five thousand dollars a year okay um, I, I will I will share with you and our, our, our viewers and listeners that um, we, we've been growing tourism here as measured by the bed tax collections mm -hmm. at, because we, we, we see the number and we also see the numbers for uh, all, all areas, okay? So I, I can look at Medford, I, I can look at Ashland, I can look at Roseburg, Central Point, uh, I can look at the region as an aggregate. Mm -hmm. So here's what I would say that over the last six or seven years, the region as an aggregate has been growing their lodging tax revenues by about 3.2% 3, 3 per annum over that period of time. Okay. We're at about 7%. So as a region, it's growing, but we're doing better than everybody else. Correct. Which means we're growing market share. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, that's a good thing. That, right. that, that means that whether it's because of Discover Klamath or other initiatives, for whatever reasons, we're growing at a better rate, at a faster rate, almost like twice the rate mm -hmm. of the five county region of Lake Klamath, Jackson, Josephine, and Douglas. I think that's a good thing. That's a yeah. good testament to what, what we're doing. Um, so now, now, how does that mean it's a percentage? It's yes. a percentage, but you, you earn a percentage of what heads and beds essentially mm -hmm. right you are right. a percentage of that what how does that compare to medford and ashland and central point or is is it appropriate do they got a lot more than we do for i should say a lot more than you do to work with how does how does their tourism agencies compare financially to yours right that's that's a great question and most of the tourism agencies are, are going to be just like us they're they're going to receive they're funded from uh, uh, the lodging tax, mm -hmm. and that the question is, what are those other groups getting? We've did we've done a study a couple of times on this statewide, and by and large, tourism agencies throughout Oregon are getting anywhere from a minimum of 25 or 30 percent 
uh, to as much as 50% of whatever those lodging tax collections are. So if you take a place like Bend that obviously has more hotels, more hotel rooms, more tourism, mm -hmm. but you know, so they're going to have more money anyway, just because there's more activity. But what really gives them the boost is they're getting about 35% of that lodging tax, whereas we're getting about 20 mm -hmm. uh, here. So we know we're very low. Okay. Um, in in the uh, if you look online where we have our, our AskLamath.com in in Jim's bio, it mentions that there's about 200 million dollars coming into the basin through the tourism. You were talking right. about not recirculating our own money, fresh money coming in, 200 million. How is that compared to other places? Is that a good number or or is that how well, does that look? Okay, this is this is sort of the sobering number and and this is sort of the the the, the thing that gets me excited every day at the same time. Um, <clears throat> what we have to do is we have to talk to this about the state first. So the state of Oregon's tourism is $12.5 billion a year and supports about 112,000 jobs in the state of Oregon. And that's been growing very nicely. Now, most of that growth is coming from a few areas. Portland, no mm -hmm. surprise. The North Coast is the number two destination. Uh, the Willamette Valley and the wine region, like McMinnville and Newburgh, is really, really booming. Um, the Columbia River Gorge is really gone nuts. And of course, Central Oregon, Bend. Mm -hmm. Those areas are driving this 12 point, uh, uh, $12.5 billion. Let's now drill this down a little bit. In the five county area that I just mentioned, we have collectively 10% or about one and a quarter billion dollars in tourism in the five county region. Klamath County is 20% of that. So we are at about $200 million a year. If you take the 200 million and divide it by 12.5 billion, that comes out to approximately a market share of statewide tourism of about one and a half percent, which sounds really super low, except for every one tenth of one percent is a big number. And we have moved the needle from nine-tenths of 1% to 1.5%. So we were at $100 million a year in inbound tourism 10 years ago. Today we're at $200 million. Awesome. That's, that's awesome. Well, it's not bad. But, but we know we could do better. And right. that's the nice part of the equation. Who is happy with a 1.5% market share of, you know, Nike wouldn't be, no. General Motors would not be, right? Mm -hmm. So why should we be happy with a 1.5% market share? Obviously, uh, a 3% or 5% market share of Oregon's tourism uh, would be a ma monumental shift in, in what Klamath looked like. And, and, the, and who was coming here and the kinds of businesses that would open. You would be seeing, you know, nice restaurants, boutique hotels, uh, you know, bookshops, coffee shops, you know, all kinds of very cool tourism-related businesses would start showing up. Mm -hmm. uh, so of that percentage of the people are coming in, where are they coming from? Great question. Um, the, uh, about 60% come from California. Um, about another 25% uh, uh, come from other areas of Oregon farther than 50 miles away. Okay. 
and that brings us to 85%. Another 10% is coming from the other 49 states or 48 states, uh, of which Washington, Texas, Illinois, and Florida are the biggest drivers. And then the last, uh, that should be about 5%, is international. And of course, if you've uh, been up to Crater Lake, which I know you have, I saw you there just a couple weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> up there all the time. Uh, yeah, we're up there all the time. We, we all know that, that, that the visitation to Crater Lake is, is maybe as much as half is international people. So, uh, you know, we, we wish that more of those folks would lay up in Klamath Falls and Camp Klamath County. But therein lies part of the rub is that Crater Lake, uh, you know, it, not everybody's coming through Klamath. Correct. And that there's multiple is, ways to get th there. There's multiple ways to get there, and we've done a, a, a pretty darn good job at trying to get more people to come through Klamath versus, obviously, coming down from Bend, over from Eugene, Roseburg, Grants Pass, or Medford, mm -hmm. uh, the main gateways. But uh, I, I won't kid you, we have every city in the state that claims to be the gateway to uh, I, I, I love the Gold Beach Tourism website, Gold Beach, at the Oregon coast. We're the gateway to Crater Lake. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Everybody's pulling on it a little bit. Everybody's pulling on it, and that's okay because, um, you, you know, that, that's okay because, uh, you know, obviously it, it, it promotes Crater Lake. Mm -hmm. Uh, and, uh, but we just, we, we would like, I, I think about eight or nine years ago, uh, another media outlet asked me what percentage of the visitation to Crater Lake do you think that we get in Cr uh, Klamath? And at that time I said, I, I, I think we get about 20%. Uh, today I think we're 35%. Mm -hmm. So we've moved the needle because of our marketing, trying to associate Crater Lake with Klamath county right. klamath falls as the gateway we're the closest community let's yeah. face it so um you know we don't we tout that right and it's also in our county it, so and it is in our bonus. county we got a couple more questions here that we're not going to get to we actually have to take a commercial break here we're going to be back here in just two minutes get your questions in for jim right now people say i got a Big shows at this year's Klamath County Fair. Thursday night, August 1st, rooted in tradition in both sound and style, the Trio Midland. Burn the 2018 ACM Awards New Vocal Group of the Year, Midland. Thursday night, August 1st. Pre-sale party zone tickets are 30 bucks and general admission are 10. Friday night, August 2nd, newcomer John Wolf will bring world-class country music from the American heartland to the stage at the Klamath County Fairgrounds. John Wolf. Pre-sale party zone tickets are $10 each. And Saturday night, August 3rd, touting several platinum selling albums, 10 number one singles, and multiple ACM and CMA awards. Woo! And now at the Klamath County Fair, Lone Star. Pre-sale party zone tickets are $15 and general admission are 10 at the fairgrounds and online at KlamathCountyFair.com. You can have your car taken to the shop of your choice. So my friend had her car taken to Excel Auto Body because she heard about their reputation for excellent work. They even gave her a written warranty that's good for as long as she owns that car. So Excel Auto Body is a very smart choice. Hi, I'm Rorick, owner of Excel Auto Body. No matter if the damage is minor or major, you'll want to choose us now. So if you are ever in an accident, you'll be ready. 
And remember, it's your choice what body shop you go to. Choose Excel Auto Body. It's your car, our reputation. Slow down. Slow down and move over. And move over. When you see lights, vests, all reflectors, please give us some room. Slow down and move over. When you need us, we've got your back. You have ours. You got our back? You got ours? You got our back? Please, slow down. And move over. Hello, friends. Brian Gailey, Clown Falls News. Welcome back to Ask Klamath. It's uh, season four, episode number seven. We're joined here today by Jim Chatterton. Thanks for being here, Jim. Happy Jim is the executive director of Discover Climate, the tourism agency here in town. Uh, it, for the county, I should say, the not county. just the town, yeah. for the county. Uh, Ask Klamath is presented by our friends over at the Klamath County Fairgrounds. And actually, they got a lot of things going on. They got so many things going on that it's hard to keep track. They actually have a whole lot of private events this week, so there's not much we can talk about this week. But in the coming weeks, the Veterans Stand Down event is coming up. If you're a veteran and you're, you need a little uh, help and assistance and things like that, uh, you're definitely going to want to check that out. It's coming up. Basin Bombers has a bout coming up in a, in a week or so. And in two weeks, the Cody Sipes Memorial Motocross Race is coming to town. Uh, they'll be doing their thing. They take over the event center. It's a really good deal. Uh, you do not want to miss these items. Uh, last week was the carnival. If you got a chance to check that out, thank you much. Uh, you can see what they've got going on also. Oh, head over to kcfairgrounds.org where you can see what's going on and also see what they can do for you. Uh, Jim, are you ready for some more questions? You bet. Now, we you know, and I, I would just say that, you know, the fairgrounds is, is really uh, up in its game. Uh, and uh, from a tourism standpoint, really excited about some of the stuff that's uh, going on. I mean, I think more of the programming has the potential uh, to be a, a large draw mm -hmm. and uh, very excited about that. They're definitely stepping it up this they, year. They have. Um, so there was a few questions we didn't get to in the last section. Um, if we have time at the end, we'll come back to those, but we want to go ahead and continue moving forward. Yeah. And I got some questions regarding yeah. the current level of tourism here in the basin. Um, and you mentioned it a little bit in the last section where you're talking about yeah. Klamath, we want people to come through Klamath Falls to get to Crater Lake. But is Klamath Falls becoming more of a destination on its own or is it still a pass-through? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question. I, I don't have the definitive answer. Obviously, as a tourism agency, we would love Klamath to be that thought of destination. And it is for, for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. uh, certainly, uh, uh, you know, that's, that's how we're marketing it. Um, you know, sometimes people come through and they are just passing through. Uh, in, in that case, I know uh, our marketing, our staff, our goal is to extend the visit, you know, uh, by showing folks that, hey, maybe there's a little uh, event that's going on or maybe there's a nice restaurant or a, a, a walking trail. Uh, something that might get people to lay up for a few more hours and then just sort of, hey, we might as well spend the night here. Mm -hmm. So kind of in the regards to that, though, a lot of a lot of what might help keep people here are the people that they meet first. Right. Those yeah. those people though in the restaurant, the wait staff, the the yeah. people at the gas station, you know, the gas attendants and people like that. Um, unfortunately, we 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 we. As, as a community, we have a, a kind of a sour taste on a few things, yeah. and we, we don't see it as positive as it could be. What is Discover Klamath doing to help bring the, the positivity to those frontline yeah. workers? Yeah. 
The, the frontline worker training, the, the, the short answer is not enough. Uh, I, I would be the first, and, and I know our staff and, and board would, would say as well, that there's an opportunity here um, to educate and get some of those frontline workers a little bit more knowledgeable about what Klamath County has. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe get them a little bit more appreciative of the fact that we do have some very cool things here um, and educate really that on, on some of the resources uh, that are available so that uh, you know folks are, are not maybe unintentionally sort of not giving a good first impression right so the uh nose blind is a word that comes to my mind when yeah. you're here you've lived your whole life here and you're you're used to the woods and you're used to the water and those things just become second nature the the weather we have mm -hmm. you know we have really great yeah. weather 300 days of sunshine every year yeah. for people say in seattle they don't see the sun as often right. as we do um to be here and see that take take it for granted yeah, it, yeah. it's really cool to see that you have a program that helps we, people see what we really have yeah. Yeah, about nine or ten years ago, the Chamber of Commerce uh, and Discover Klamath did put together a frontline training program, and uh, we we did go out to, to to the restaurants and the gas stations and the coffee shops, and you know, really sat down uh, in many cases on a one-on-one -on -one or small group, three, five, seven people, and really just sort of. Uh, educated folks about this. Of course, you know, those frontline folks are often the young workers, the, you know, the 16, 17 to, you know, 25 or 30, the hourly, the part-timers, mm -hmm. um, and, and yet they're the face of, the first face that, that travelers and visitors, leisure travelers, even business travelers are seeing as they come into our community. Uh, there tends to be high turnover in those kinds of jobs as well. So there, it's, it's a never-ending process to educate those. Um, we have since learned that we are not the only community faced with these challenges. And our state tourism agency, Travel Oregon, and another a statewide association called Orla, which is the Oregon Restaurant and Lodging Association, have both come out with sort of off-the-shelf uh, training programs mm -hmm. Uh, geared toward that 16, 17 to 25, 30-year-old frontline worker. And those are programs that are available to Discover Klamath. And in fact, we have two state-certified trainers that live here in Klamath County, or not Klamath County, Klamath Falls, that are now, just in the last few months, been certified by the state to do these frontline training. And so we're elevating that uh, project and uh, to do more of those if somebody has a hospitality business, whether it be lodging or a restaurant, and they want to train their employees on that, yes. can they reach out to you and do Absolutely. that? Absolutely. And it's free. And it's free. In fact, oftentimes we'll buy lunch. Uh, you know, really, we make it fun. It's geared right toward that age. Uh, and, and folks that, uh, you know, we're, we, we've targeted the content and the curriculum. It's not tough. It doesn't take all day. It's free. It's a value add to business owners and really helps all of us. What's the easiest way for somebody to reach you if they need to want to talk to you about that? Uh, there's several ways to do that. One would be to call uh, the Discover Klamath Welcome Center at 541-882-1501, uh, 882-1501. Uh, second way would be to come into the Welcome Center at 205 Riverside. We're in the South Portal building. 
Uh, so it's across from like near the Fable Museum. Uh, the third way would be an email would be just fine and uh, info at discoverklamath.com would be a good way, info at Discover Klamath, to reach out to us. All right. So $200 million, in our last segment, we talked about $200 million coming into the basin. Um, what are some of the things people are spending that money on in, uh, oh, well, uh, just read my question here. What are some of the things that bring people in to spend the money on? What are some of those events that are drawing them in? Right, yeah, okay, so there's several things that are drawing them in. We, you know, you had a couple of good questions built in there. Maybe I'll quickly click off what people are spending money on and then we'll come what brings okay. them in. Um, uh, we have research that, that shows exactly, we know how much is being spent, where and on what. Mm -hmm. So um, so that's not a complicated, I mean I could talk all day about that, but about half is being spent on lodging. Okay. Okay, and that could be again all kinds of lodging. Um, probably another 25% uh, is on food. And that is going to be restaurants, uh, even grocery shopping, you know, stocking up for the camping trip, repacking the, the RV, uh, all, all of that. But food is, is, is a big one, obviously. And, you know, no, no surprise there. So that leaves about 25%. Some of that is shopping. Let's face it, Klamath, I mean, we've got some wonderful places, but we're not really, you know, Rodeo Drive, you know. And so we don't market Klamath as a shopping destination. Mm -hmm. You know, we'll leave that to other communities, that's not our strong suit, uh, maybe over time, but that's not why people are coming. So that's how people are spending. Um, we, uh, as you know, we, we've talked about the airport and the airlines. Um, we've been a, a, a drive market for the most part. When the airline, whether it was Pan Air or, or, or uh, uh, United SkyWest Express before that, or, and even before that was Horizon, we, we had quite a bit of leisure travel people coming in. Uh, today, we don't. Um, and those, so, so some of our rental car uh, business and our airport revenue has declined as a result of that. But I will say this, Amtrak is a big driver of people to our area. People are coming from all over via Amtrak and that, that brings people in. So it's not just car, but we do tend to be a drive market. Now, moving on to what people are spending, uh, uh, so the rest of that 25% is admission tickets, shopping, um, you know, buying equipment, I mean, um, you know, that, that kind of stuff. Just the miscellaneous, miscellaneous stuff. Miscellaneous stuff, yeah. Um, now, why are people coming here? Well, let's, let's start with Crater Lake. I mean, that's a big draw. Mm -hmm. um, when I, when Discover Klamath started, um, uh, Crater Lake was drawing about 450,000 people a year. Um, and that economic impact was about $41 million a year. Today, uh, Crater Lake is drawing well north of 750,000 people in a, even in a smoky bad year. Mm -hmm. But we've been at about 810 to 825 the last few years. So Crater Lake has pretty much doubled and with that, is double the economic impact to about $85 million a year. And that's going to grow because the park fee is goes up this summer right. from $15 to $25. That, and, and most of that stays locally. So the economic impact of the, par the park is going to increase. Beyond that, um, you know, we've got lava beds and a lot of people base out of Klamath that go to lava beds. Um, cycling 
uh, brings people in and, and sometimes they camp or RV, um, but then they like to drink beer and go out and eat. <laughs> and they go to the bike shops and buy stuff. So uh, that's a big one. Uh, the Crater Lake Zipline, as an example, brings uh, like 5,000 people a year that spend you know over $100 per person to do that event. So that's bringing uh, revenue into the area. Uh, so uh, mostly we tend to be a recreationally based tourism destination. Right. So that's that's kind of the big thing that's bringing people in. White water, you know, white water rafting, kayaking, fishing, hunting, um, you know, bird watching. Uh, all, all of those activities are what bring people to our area. All right. Um, you mentioned a little bit about the air service. So is the air service hurting tourism in the basin, lack, the lack of commercial air service? A, a, a little. I, you know, I, I, I'm grateful that we are mostly a drive market. As I said earlier, about, you know, at least 55 to 60 percent of our tourism is coming from, from folks to the south of us mm -hmm. within a 10-hour drive. So really, L.A., up through San Francisco and the, and the San Jose Bay Area and, and even further north Sacramento. Uh, that tends to be a drive market. If we did have a flight up here from, Sa say, San Francisco, I'm sure that our uh, it would change the dynamics. Um, uh, maybe I should say when we get a flight back. When, uh, yes. And I, and I think it will happen. I, I do think it will happen. But uh, by and large, since we are a drive market, uh, when the airline, Penn Air, did uh, go away, um, you know, we, we it didn't really hurt us that bad. Okay. Uh, we got time for one more question here before we have to take a commercial break. Shelly Ayers sent a, a comment in earlier. It says, I heard of the new hotel and a couple of other things that are supposed to help increase tourism. Uh, is there anything in the works to include something for kids or more family oriented? Uh, she follows up and says, I've seen many people wanting to move or visit Klamath ask about activities for teens or younger kids. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of good stuff in Shelly's question. Um, let's, let's talk about the first part of her question. She said she's heard of a new hotel and other things that are supposed to increase tourism. Actually, it's the other way around. The hotel wouldn't be here if the tourism wasn't strong. Okay, the, ho the, the hotel occupancy rates are so high that there's hoteliers coming in. Okay, so it's, it's not that somebody is building a hotel hoping the tourism will grow. Mm -hmm. It's that the tourism's already here, the demand is already here, and that's why we saw a 76-room hotel go in on Chiloquin, and now a 92-room hotel going in down by the waterfront, and a third possibly launching pretty soon. Um, so, yeah, the, the tourism's up, and it is creating more demand for lodging. Three years ago, we had little to no Airbnb activity. Today, I know that there's over 150 Airbnb hosts just in Klamath Falls. So the, the demand is there. The tourisms are here. Um, so we are growing. Um, the second part of her question was uh, uh, around, uh, is there anything in the works to include things for kids or more family oriented? I, I think we already, um, I don't know of anything really new in the works. I think we have a lot of things we might be able to do a better job of, of marketing ourselves as kid friendly, but I mean, the, let's let's look at the zip line. You know, the zip line opened a second zip line. They did, right? The they Sasquatch did. Hollow, 
and they're doing really well with it. There's, there's, there's community groups, schools, church groups that are coming from all over the, the area, not, you know, the whole West Coast coming to do this. So we are uh, uh, kid friendly, um, you know, and, and uh, the, you know, the Ross Ragland Theater has a tremendous amount of family and kid friendly programming. Um, there's you know, plenty the, of the events. children's museum. Well, I was going to say the children's museum is, is exactly uh, there. You know, there's a number of events that are that are that are almost everything is like family friendly in the community. So um, we might be able to do a better job of marketing it that way. But I, I mean, I think the product exists. Are we seeing a lot of families coming into vacation here? Or is it you know, couples? Is it older? Is it retired? It's it's a little bit of everything. I, I you know when we when we look at the international folks, and I know earlier I only said it was about five percent of our, uh, but the international folks travel in in large groups, mm-hmm. family units, multi generational family units. But I I know in talking with the lodging and seeing folks in the community and at the events that it's it's just a hodgepodge. It's a mix. I mean we're getting all the above. We're getting singles, we're getting couples, we're getting groups of friends. Uh, I mean, I, I just last weekend, I ran into four young gals in their 20s that were geocaching. And they were from Reno. Mm-hmm. And they had heard that Klamath was a good area, and it was only, you know, four hours. So they came over, got a, a couple of rooms, and we're checking out our our uh, restaurant scene. And then by day, they were doing geocaching with their cell phones. And they were having a great time. They were just having a great time. So, for those unfamiliar, geocaching is like a hide and seek for adults using your cell phone. Yeah, yeah, right. That's a good way of putting it. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, guys, actually, we're going to be taking our last commercial break here in just a moment. If you've got a question for Jim, now is a good time to get those in the comments below. We'll be right back in just two minutes. People say I got a drink. Three big shows at this year's Klamath County Fair. Thursday night, August 1st, rooted in tradition in both sound and style, the Trio Midland. Watching cigarettes burn out. The 2018 ACM Awards New Vocal Group of the Year, Midland, Thursday night, August 1st. Pre-sale party zone tickets are 30 bucks and general admission are 10 Friday night, August 2nd, newcomer John Wolf will bring world-class country music from the American heartland to the stage at the Klamath County Fairgrounds. John Wolf. It's that girl in Texas. Pre-sale party zone tickets are $10 each. And Saturday night, August 3rd, touting several platinum-selling albums, 10 number one singles, and multiple ACM and CMA awards. Woo! And now at the Klamath County Fair, Lone Star. What about now? Why should we wait? Pre-sale party zone tickets are $15 and general admission are 10 at the fairgrounds and online at KlamathCountyFair.com. You can have your car taken to the shop of your choice. So my friend had her car taken to Excel Auto Body because she heard about their reputation for excellent work. They even gave her a written warranty that's good for as long as she owns that car. So Excel Auto Body is a very smart choice. Hi, I'm Rourke, owner of Excel Auto Body. No matter if the damage is minor or major, you'll want to choose us now. So if you are ever in an accident, you'll be ready. And remember, it's your choice what body shop you go to. Choose Excel Auto Body. It's your car, our reputation. Slow down. Slow down and move over. And move over. When you see lights, vests, all reflectors, please give us some room. Slow down and move over. When you need us, we've got your back. You have ours. You got our back? You got ours? 
You got our back? Please, slow down. And move over. Hello friends, Brian Gailey, Clown Falls News. Welcome back to Ask Klamath, season four, episode number seven. Today we're featuring Jim Chatterton. Jim is the executive director of Discover Klamath here in town, here in the county. I keep saying <laughs> town because you're in town, but you service the whole county. We do. Um, Ask Klamath is actually presented by the Klamath County Fairgrounds. We couldn't do this show without them. And we've actually partnered with the Klamath County Fairgrounds, the amusement company coming during the fair, Wold Amusements, Diamond Meat Company, Ace Towing, the Great Northwest Pro Rodeo, and Shasta Family Dental to bring you what we call the ultimate fair experience. Uh, starting uh, about three weeks ago, you can enter into the ultimate fair experience for a chance to win about a thousand dollar prize package of what's happening at the fair. It includes two tickets to each of the three concerts, Midland, John Wolf, and Lone Star, two tickets to each night of the rodeo, that's Friday night and Saturday night. Rodeo is gonna be outside, by the way, if you guys didn't know that. Uh, four carnival, golden carnival wristband coupons, that's the ones good all weekend long and four 2019 season passes to the fair, and I can't leave out $100 in fair food as well. There's a lot of stuff we've got going on. That's just the grand prize. We also have a second place and a third place prize as well. If you want to enter in, head over to klamathfallsnews.org slash ultimate fair. You see it right there on the screen, klamathfallsnews.org slash ultimate fair to enter. We just need your name and your email address. You're in to go. Did you know about that? I didn't. I'm excited now. Yeah, that's a good one. We got there's a lot of good stuff coming to the fair. All three yeah. concerts: John yeah. Wolf, Lone yeah. Star, and Midland. Those those guys coming up Midland, uh, there there's something to behold. So you're definitely going to want to head over ultimate uh, to the ultimate fair entry. That's clownfallsnews.org/ultimate-fair. Um, Jim, this section is what we call the soapbox. We actually had a okay. couple of questions we didn't get to, okay. but I know you got some stuff that you want to talk about as well. Yep. What happens to be on your mind today? Oh, I just think uh, we've got a nice trajectory for uh, for tourism in Klamath. Uh, we've, uh, you know, it's it's grown due and you know to so many people's contributions. I mean, uh, we've got a, a very supportive uh, city uh, and the city council and the the city councilors and the city manager, the county commissioners. Um, you know, we've got this big area with uh, communities in the rural part that are really thirsting for that event, right? Mm -hmm. Whether it's like the Snowflake Festival or, you know, so something that would put, you know, them on the map. And, Paisley's Mosquito Festival. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know, hey, Bonanza is a good example. They, they've been really up at the plate swinging for a number of years, doing a great job. Uh, at at uh, with a they had a rib festival mm -hmm. and uh, you was know it the state chili cook off the, they did the state chili cook off and and they, and then they started tying other things to it like a car show and a crafts fair and they were getting hundreds and hundreds of people coming from California you know the lack of lodging out there is sort of what hurt them yeah um, but it was tremendous the Big Springs Park out there I know you know you know. Chiliquin has really upped its game. They're doing some wonderful things uh, uh, up there. Uh, the Two Rivers Gallery, they've got some murals going. The folks up in Shamult even and Gilcrest and Crescent. Uh, you get all the way up on Highway 58, Odell Lake uh, and uh, Crescent Lake. Those folks are doing good work up there. So there, there are good, of course, the folks around Crater Lake are really always, you mm -hmm. know, attuned to the tourism economy and, and doing things. So 
we've got a lot of very excited people about growing tourism, and I'm just I'm just excited to be part of that. The future's looking good. I, I think it is. I, I I think it's really good for Klamath. We uh, you know we're getting a lot of uh, new events that are coming into the area. Um, a number of them at the fairgrounds. Mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, one that uh, uh, may not have a lot of appeal for for people is that Arena Wars. But then uh, that's later in the year, in November. Um, uh, maybe, maybe it's maybe it's. I'm that. drawing a blank on it. It's the uh, it, it's American sort of, Ninja Warrior. Yeah. So, uh, yes. Well, no, that's a different one. Oh, that's different, and that one is family oriented. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, the American Ninja Warrior deal is is a family oriented thing that uh, is going to be televised, and and I I think that will bring some good exposure. Uh, 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 Arena Wars being the MMA. Yeah. Right. Okay. Right. Right. You know, one of the things that's happening that I, I might share uh, that I, I'd love to see our community get more involved in. Uh, it's an opportunity for us. It's called Oregon Twenty One, and in the year twenty twenty one. Uh, the largest sporting event in the world will be in the United States for the first time. And you think, well, what the heck? It's even bigger than the Olympics. Bigger than the Olympics, and it only happens every two years, and it's never been in the United States. And I'm, I'm making reference to the IAAF, which is the World Indoor Track and Field event it's been in tokyo it's been in moscow it's been in london it's my, been... my, my son's over there fist pumping over there oh good good uh, it's uh <laughs> well uh it's going to be in the united states in in uh in 2021 it's uh last year it was in uh london and this uh or two years ago in 2017 and 2019 uh it's going to be in doha which is the united arab emirates mm -hmm. and in 2021 it's going to be in Eugene, Oregon. At, at the new Hayward Field. That's right. <laughs> Brandon's like, I got to go. Right. I got to go. So <laughs> what does this have to do with Klamath? Well, there will be thousands of athletes coming in, competing in the world's largest event, 3,000 media people. Mm -hmm. You want to guess how many hotel rooms they have in Eugene? 5,000. Yeah, not enough. Not enough by a mile. So the big problem that the state of Oregon is having right now is where to put all these people. Well, guess what? We talked earlier about Amtrak. Amtrak, Coast Starlight comes in from the Bay Area. And where are those international people going to fly from 218 countries? They're not going to fly into Eugene or Medford. They're going to fly into Seattle, San Francisco, or Los Angeles. So we have a really good shot of busing people up to our community or bringing them in on the train. OIT is going to be out of school at that time. So all these dorm rooms are empty. And guess what? We have a field up here at OIT. And the other thing is we're a high altitude training operation, right? Mm -hmm. when, so people at 4,000, we could get people up to 8,000 in, in, in under 20 minutes or half hour, right? Taking them out to our right. rural areas. So we view Klamath as being a ideal training facility for international track and field experts because we have OIT, the field, and we have Sky Lakes that has nutrition and sports medicine as well. And we can, we can t it all fits together. It all fits together. So we're working, we have been working for two years with the organizing committee mm -hmm. out of Eugene called Track Town USA. 
Uh, they are the organizing committee to get Klamath Falls as a host community for two weeks in the summer of 2021, and it could be a real boom for our local economy in 2021. Awesome. Uh, name pops into my mind, Douglas Warner. I don't know if you're working with him or not, but he'd probably be a, a great uh, resource in helping plan that as well. He operates a local track club uh, that pr pr probably need to produces or they, yeah, they, right. they perform at the IAA. Oh, nice. So nice. Uh, good things there. We are running long on time. So we're going to head over and actually look at our questions that we have going on here uh, before we, uh, we before we wrap. Uh, great stuff here with you, Jim. It's, it's a lot of, we're definitely going to have you back because yeah. there's a lot of things we didn't even get to uh, talking about the future of things, what you guys do over the South Portal building. You guys, some special stuff going on there. But I want to yeah. make sure we get to your guys' questions. Uh, and big shout outs, Kimberly Elliott, thanks for watching. Donna, Tori, Rourke, uh, Brandon, thanks for watching. Ernie Goble says he's looking forward to coming to his hometown next month for class reunion. Um, probably that must be the KU reunion coming up. Yeah. Uh, he's wanting to know uh, also about discounts for veterans and retirees in sure. the area. Do, sure. we, do you happen to have anything on that? Um, you know, we, you know, at Discover Klamath, because we're not really selling or offering anything, uh, you know, we don't really have any, you know, discounts per se, but uh, we certainly can, uh, you know, would direct you to the local businesses. Most are going to offer discounts. Uh, especially if you're a local returning for your uh, KU. By, by the way, we view this as a tourism activity and event. This is, uh, you think, well, what is a high school uh, remodel job uh, got to do with tourism? Well, the beauty of this is, you know, hundreds or more people who are former Klamath folks are coming back. So they don't live here. Mm -hmm. They're now coming back as tourists, even if that means they're staying with family or friends or they're staying in lodging. And we want to let them know about all of the good things. That includes all of the events. Uh, the Welcome Center is available. And uh, we're here for you if you want some other things to do throughout your big KU reunion weekend. Awesome. Uh, Ernie just replied, thanks, Jim. So uh, he's still watching and checking thanks. that out. Uh, Tori Haley is in there, and she's actually one of your uh, certified people that we were talking about, about yes. the, the frontline yeah. people, and, and appreciates the, the shout-out that you have given there. That's that's an easy one. Victoria is one of the foremost, you know, authorities on lodging in our community, and, uh, you know, we're very privileged to have her as a certified trainer uh, in the community, and uh, I, I tell you, if, if you do her class, it's going to be informative, and she's been involved at, with Discover Klamath on our board for many years and involved in lodging, and uh, there's no better person to be involved in training of frontline uh, people throughout the community than, than Victoria, and I'd encourage you, if you have a, small, a, a business and you want to get some folks trained, reach out to us at Discover Klamath, and we'll we'll get you connected to uh, Victoria. All right. So other comments that we have in here are also regarding or, uh, Ernie's question about uh, uh, different things available for military. Tori says almost all the hotels offer 10% discount. Okay. That's good to know. Yeah. Shelly Ayers, who actually asked a question earlier, the, the, the question yeah. that we yeah. had come in before the show, mentions Great Clips, Diamond Home Improvement, Dutch Bros., Pelican Cinemas, all offer military discounts. Oh. Good to know. Good. 
So great conversation happening there in the, in the comments there. I, I thank everybody for, for getting your comments and questions in and, and things like that. Uh, Jim, we're like three minutes over time. Oh, oh no, sorry. We, we are definitely inviting you back on because, like I said, we have so much we didn't get to cover on this particular show. Yeah. Uh, is there any last comments that no, you would like I, to make? I, I, I think we're looking forward to uh, another good tourism season. Uh, uh, hopefully we don't have the fires and the smoke um that we've had the last couple of years uh if you're a cyclist come up and join us at crater lake this uh, september uh we could use some volunteers if you're interested in being involved in in uh, tourism or uh, cycling uh, we bring up to 5,000 bicyclists into klamath for uh, two weekends uh september 14th and 21st uh, contact the Discover Klamath uh, office. Uh, these are all folks that come from all over, uh, 30 states, 10 countries, come to Klamath to do some cycling uh, uh, in mid-September. Perfect weather, perfect epic place, Crater Lake. Couldn't, uh, couldn't have a better time. All right. Well, Jim, thank you so much for being our guest here today. Uh, thank you to the Klamath County Fairgrounds for presenting Ask Klamath for you. Uh, this has been our 39th episode that we have done so far. Thank you for watching. Uh, Ask Klamath is a production of Klamath Falls News. It's hosted by myself, Brian Gailey. Off camera doing the production is my son, Brandon. It's a family affair here at uh, Klamath Falls News. Um, you and as soon as Facebook's done with with this video and, and whatnot, you can rewatch this anytime. If you came in late, just hold on. You can rewatch right now uh, as well. You can also go back and watch any of those previous 38 episodes on AskKlamath.com or over on our YouTube channel. Uh, if you've been entertained, if you liked it, if you if it's something you've learned. Let us know in the comments below. Give it a thumbs up. Share it with your friends. Let everybody else know as well. Uh, we will not be in studio next week. We're actually going to take a week off. We will be back on June 19th when in the hot seat, right where Jim's sitting, is going to be the brand new commander of the 173rd Fighter Wing, Colonel Jeff Edwards, is going to be here in studio answering your questions live. Uh, on behalf of my guest, Jim Chatterton, I'm Brian Geely. Guys, we'll see you around the basin. Goodbye. Thanks.